Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Let's try this one more time. So the ironic thing is the power went out right when I was live in the middle of 13 minutes into the the main show here, right? 7 p.m. Eastern, 13 minutes in, power goes out. Power's back, but it's flickering. So we're probably looking at potentially another down, you know, moment. Or if we go down again, I may try and go live on my phone and then just do the rest of the show. I was tempted to do that before I jumped on here now, but let's try it out. Uh, uh, Overcome, appreciate you. Uh, Overcome is a, a, an ex, uh, exclusive YouTube member. He's got the emojis. Appreciate all my my YouTube exclusive member people in the house. We are talking about Travis Etienne before the power went out and how people think that his Achilles injury is an ACL injury. They're not even the same. They're not even in the same part of the body. Your Achilles is at the back of your heel right here above your heel and below your calf. It's responsible for all the explosion. You're cutting left and right. As a running back, you need that more than any other position, any other sport in fantasy football. Uh, And to be productive, or in NFL football, not just fantasy, to be productive, you need to have explosion. And based on Cam Akers even, with his stem cell therapies and all the new technologies, he didn't have that explosion, but he came back early. Question is, this guy, James Robinson, according to reports, won't even be ready for camp. And there, this report said he wouldn't be there. This report right here said, and this report that said he wouldn't be there, said that he's thought of as the, the every down, three down back there. This report right here talks about how uh, th- this, this uh, I'm sorry, um, ESPN's Michael uh, DeRocco says that uh, the Jaguars still view Robinson as their top back. And it's like, look, <laughs> if Robinson were healthy, Silver Rapture is a YouTube exclusive member now. He wants a mashed potato. Yeah. Mashed potatoes! Silver Rapture joining the YouTube exclusive membership. And the more uh, exclusive memberships we get, the more emojis they release reportedly. So, uh, they only li- they limit you until you get a certain number of exclusive members, and every time you add like ten members, it it, it jumps up uh, one or two spots. So Silver Rapture just may be getting us closer and closer to having more emojis that you can drop. Silver, drop some emojis that you have yet to be able to use. Um, very curious if you are excited to use those. But Silver Rapture joining the YouTube membership. Thank you, Silver. Appreciate you, good buddy, good pal. We are on the new Wi-Fi network, which was alarming to me when my computer shut down. I was like, okay, we're doing our first live stream on the new internet connection, the new network, and then the first show, 13 minutes in, my computer shuts off. Everything goes out. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And and the, the power came right back on. It's been flickering. Um, somehow, some way, I, I fear that it has to do with something with our, I, I, you know, I'm just like a fearful. The first time I'm using this, this network and all of a sudden I, it goes down, but it's thunderstorming out. It's lightning thunder in Arizona. We get some crazy, uh, uh, weather seasons in, in Arizona. So that's what we're looking at right now. Silver Rapture, give me some emojis, bro. Give me some emojis with your new found your newfound YouTube exclusive membership. 
So ETN, I'm gonna have another video on ETN here today. That's gonna post on YouTube. It might be similar to the to the other video that we just played with Brees Hall. Uh, rain in Arizona, yes, Chucky. There is rain in Arizona. My my whole point here is, guys, don't listen to this noise. Could 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 James Robinson get on the field in Week One potentially? But he's not looking. I venture to say he, we're gonna hear report after reports. You know, kind of be skeptical of it. it the skepticism grow. Hoovy. YouTube exclusive member dropping some emojis. Appreciate you, pal. I I firmly believe that this will, even if he hits the field, he'll have no explosion. He'll look a lot like Cam Akers did in that game that Cam Akers came back in and looked pretty awful. Looked pretty awful. Um, He didn't have explosion. He's probably going to be, ETN is probably going to be the lead dog all year. And even if James Robinson does somehow manage to stay healthy, and these Achilles injuries usually lead to, there's a high percentage, high likelihood It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure, you got this, Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it, what to wear, check, breakfast, lunch and dinner, check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. ...off an Achilles tear that you're going to have another lower leg injury it's pretty bad during that season because you're rushing your body back. Your body's not designed, and this is why Cam Akers was so reckless and stupid with his injury. Your body's just not capable of being a running back. The abuse that the Achilles tendon takes as a running back, it's different than a basketball player. It's different than a, a, a wide receiver or whatever. This is a running back that goes up the gut and gets thousands of pounds of pressure Every time he runs up the A gap or the B gap, thousands of pounds of pressure in each direction, then getting pile drived into the ground, your Achilles fires off differently in those situations where you can't control your body movement or what direction you're getting hit from. Imagine carrying the football through uh, one of the gaps, right? You get hit left, right, left, right, left, right. That's why running backs run through those those machines with the, the, the padded uh, arms to help prevent them from fumbling the football and being making them more capable of absorbing hits that they're not expecting to get. And the kind of shock left and right for a running back is different than it is for a wide receiver running downfield in controlled fashion. And yeah, getting hit and having some explosion left to right. But it's insane to run through offensive linemen Get pile-drived into the ground and expect your Achilles tendon to hold up when it was ruptured. It can't handle it. And if you if you somehow get through a season as a running back, coming back from an Achilles tear, you'll probably compensate so much you're going to injure something else. Even ACL tears, a lot of times the first year back's really bad because there's a lot of overcompensation happening. Um... Fantasy dog. Who who was it that asked me about? That? I saw somebody ask about the YouTube membership. You rock, Smitty. You rock, Fantasy Dog. Appreciate you dropping that super. 
Um, I should have restarted uh, my, my program because I'm not seeing like avatars. I'm not seeing a lot of things. People are asking me, Smitty, how do I become a member? I don't see it, that I'm able to. Let me drop the link right now in the chat and I'll pin it. If you want to be a YouTube exclusive member on the channel, support the channel. Also have all these awesome new emojis. There's also a different, uh, there's different, there's two different packages. You don't have to select the highest level one. The highest level one does give you access to two Zoom calls every single Sunday. And I mean, we do, we, we, we do, a, we do an awesome job of, of covering all of the, everything that's, you know, relating to that week as it's happening on Sundays. And we're live twice every Sunday at halftime of the morning games and at halftime of the Sunday night game. And we talk about all the top waiver wire guys. We go over all that. Uh, join my exclusive YouTube membership. So I'm going to pin this link right now. Oh, no, that's the underdog link. Well, I, I don't mind dropping that too. Drop the underdog link. This is the YouTube membership link. I'm sorry. Uh, click that underdog link too and sign up and help the show. Appreciate you guys. Uh, but here is the YouTube exclusive membership link. And let me drop that here. YouTube membership. Okay, I'm going to pin that right now. Click that. That's how you do it. We got another YouTube member. Calvin. Calvin. Look at this bad boy here. Calvin. Welcome, Calvin. We are glad to have you. Silver joined today. Uh, Calvin joined today. Welcome, buddies. Use those emojis, Calvin. Calvin's already dropping a bunch of moon emojis. Love it. All right, let's get to the let's get to the voicemails and phone line. This whole power outage thing really—I don't want to say bummed me out, but just got me off kilter here. So, uh. it's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma. Will Smith, that like button, according to official. Appreciate that. Let's clear off the topic at hand, box, and we'll try and keep that updated as we go. Uh, This is Stormcat. Uh, With his brand new Superflex best ball tournament that just started over at Underdog, $5 per entry. I'm wondering if you uh, could go over some uh, tips and recommendations on the differences between Superflex and the regular best ball tournaments. Thanks. Yeah, su- difference between Superflex. So I, I explained this uh, the other day. Uh, we got... We got two more YouTube exclusive members. We got uh, R. Smith and Fantasy Dog dropping new memberships onto the the channel appreciate you guys you boys jumping in here becoming one of the boys becoming one of the boys love it uh what are we doing here superflex underdog uh superflex versus best ball uh superflex is very i mean there's a lot of different strategies at play with superflex right but the one that makes the most sense to explain to people is this one right here okay this is the number one way to win your Superflex League. And that is to treat rounds two 
this is, this is my opinion. Everybody's got different super flex strategies. But my in my opinion, treat this as round one. Treat this as round two, three, four, five. In like a one QB. One QB. One QB. Treat treat these, you know, maybe maybe detour in, in round two or three, depending on the quarterbacks that are there. Detour. But once you get out of this round right here, and you have a top like one to six pick, preferably one to four, but top one to six pick, you're taking a QB. And then right here, get back to normal mode because this is where all the first round players are going that are non-quarterbacks. You're going to get Javante or Swift or uh, Jefferson or Chase potentially still there. Um, and if you already got your quarterback, people are going to start chasing quarterback in this round and in this round. Not to mention some people will be drafting double quarterbacks. So there'll be quarterbacks loaded in these rounds. And if you got yourself, and we're talking super flex, not, not mandatory two QB. It's a little bit different. But we're talking super flex. Then in that situation, you're going to end up with a team that has not only a like burrow on it or whatever, but then now you're back to normal mode. You've got Swift. You've got Javante. You've got uh, potentially, you know, a, a Brees Hall or someone here, a DK. Like, it's crazy the team you can build if you focus on drafting your quarterback in the top six and then looking for those guys, like, later on in the draft. Like, Davis Mills is my favorite second quarterback to take a little bit of a risk on and pair with Burrow, but draft like a normal draft in rounds one, two, three, four, five. Because you've already got your stud and you're drafting against traffic. These are all quarterbacks for the most part here. So you're, it's like you're back in, in round one in a one QB league. Just picking off guys left and right in the first three or four rounds. It's the number one way to win a super flex draft in my opinion. And I absolutely love it. I kill with it. Now if you, do, if you get a pick outside the top four but... You can do it with Kyler or Lamar. Um, you know, you could continue to say, well, I like this quarterback, and you can continue to go that route. But, like, when you start drafting Staffords and stuff like that, like around 12 and 13 and 14, I feel like it changes the potential dynamic of your team. Smitty got to re, uh, remind Trey Lance to pay your Wi-Fi bill. Um, yeah, Vamp, if it was the Wi-Fi, it was the power outage. But I appreciate your, your support there, buddy boy. Um... We've got all these exclusive members in here. Why Why are you... Let's see. Navage dropping a super chat. Appreciate you, Navage. Navage. Navage! Look at this bad boy. What's Navage saying? Throw me in the no bench league. Atta boy. Okay. Navage, DM me on Instagram. DM me on Instagram, buddy boy. And write, write in the title about that. No bench league, whatever is to remind me. Um, next question from Josh. Hey, let's go, baby. We only need, what, about two or three more. We're going to have like, some more emojis here. Yep. $2 holla. Dropping the $2 holla. You can get the $9.99 YouTube membership. Again, that comes with the two Zoom calls every Sunday. It's awesome. It's awesome. You don't need to do it. The one, the two, the $2 holler. The $199 plan 
is for un- emoji unlocks. And if you get the 999, you get the emojis too. But you're locking, you're unlocking emojis. You're supporting the channel. And not to mention, we're going to go down to su- uh, subscriber mode only. Not a lot, but once a show in the evenings when we get deep into the season or right when we get to week one. Uh, because it gets so crazy in the chat during the season that like I can't possibly answer everybody's question. And I want to make sure that the $2 hauler group that's got the YouTube membership that I lock down the chat for just like a 20 to 30 minute period per show at night to get to your start bench questions and help help you because you're helping the channel. Um, so I won't do it like more than a half hour or so, I, I imagine. So nobody needs to get upset and say, well, if I can't comment, I'm not going to come watch. We're, we're not doing it the whole show. We're just going to do a little little shout out. Uh, and not to mention, I shout out everybody with YouTube exclusive memberships throughout the shows now. So if you want you want your name screamed uh, inside the studio here, do things like Overcome is in the building from the YouTube exclusive member group. Silver joined today. Appreciate you, Silver. Fantasy Dog dropped the super chat. We got Hoovy in the building dropping some uh, emojis. So Overcome, Hoovy, Silver. Boncho Taco in the building asked me Jaguars will be playing behind most games. So no reason for the Jags to overuse Robinson. More play for ETN. That's what Macho said. I also highlight your comments a little more, especially when we get more busy. Even if we don't lock down the membership, I see you in a green color. It's a lot easier to identify. And uh, Overcome also said ETN average draft is 54 overall on Yahoo. We're, we're cleaning up on ETN. I've got another ETN video that's coming. And uh, it's another one of those like humor bits kind of. <sighs> Calvin joining the YouTube exclusive memberships. Blackbeard um, is also a mod, but has the membership as well. So he's not showing up as green, but he does have the actual orange headphone emoji next to him to indicate he has it. So I appreciate you. Calvin, Macho Taco, Overcome, R. Smith, Fantasy Dog, um, Navage dropping the super. Vamp is in the building. Vamp, appreciate you. Uh, what did Vamp say? Vamp said... If you want your question answered, pay two bucks. Support the show. Thank you, Vamp. I wish I could restart. See, look at you guys have no, uh, in my system here, you have no avatars and everything's all jacked up from the power going down. What are my thoughts on JK? I've told everyone, Blackbeard, to avoid JK like the plague. Avoid JK Dobbins like the plague. Because his ADP's high. If his ADP fell, he'd be more baked in in terms of risk. But JK Dobbins, what did I say? No news is bad news. No one knows. No one knew what was going on with his ACL recovery. This is the same song and dance we had with Barkley last year. Everybody telling me it's Barkley. It's Barkley. He'll be fine. He's Barkley. He's Barkley. He'll be okay. He'll be okay. What happened? No news. What happened? Again, no news. Continuous no news. And then what happened? Disappointment. J.K. Dobbins, until he proves it, I'm not buying it. And he's in a running back by committee. With the quarterback that vultures. No thank you. No thank you. Um, People should never draft ETN. Wink, says Michael Watley. That is definitely the way we're kind of feeling right now, right? We're like, maybe we're going to create some negative ETN buzz and his ADP is going to continue to fall. This news right here for people that are 
you know, casuals that, that see a piece of news like this and it says ETN expected to be cleared to return at some point during training camp, they don't understand how far behind he's going to be to his form. His top form is a form that will allow him to run as a starter. For people at ESPN to even be reporting this without having any kind of indication that he's going to be back to form is stupid. It's ridiculous. These ETM rep- or these James Robinson reports are absolutely ridiculous. I absolutely love them though, because they gave they give us a, a, a down tick in ADP. Getting him in the 16th round in my keeper league out of out of boy, out of boy fantasy dog. Terry Terry. Where the hell is Terry? He hasn't been in the cup chat either. I like the guy, says Fantasy Dog. He's had some like jury duty and stuff. So Terry, I think Terry got, I think Terry got in trouble with the courts because he was stealing away ETN too much in his drafts, and they 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 picked him up. They picked up Terry for highway robbery. <laughs> uh, let's see here, Ryan. What's up, Smitty? Uh, just giving you a quick question. Um, how many leagues do you play in in each season? Um, you know, I, I'm just looking at my current teams. I have like six teams already, and it's it's not even July. I think I have a problem. Yeah, a lot of us do have a problem. How many leagues? How many leagues is too many leagues? Um, there's no real way to answer that because everybody's different, and everybody has a different threshold of when it doesn't become fun anymore, when you have like every player. But I think ultimately, no matter how many leagues you have, you'll always gravitate toward the couple that really are important to you. And you'll notice that even if you have a player, you're rooting against that 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 player because in the league you really care about, you don't have them and you're going against them. And so ultimately your 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 ability to you know shift your attention to the main leagues that are important to you can help, I think keep you not too overwhelmed and and like watered down your experience or anything like that but i think i think ultimately like three to four to six leagues is probably about right i think nowadays i don't think doing two is smart i think you should do four to six i think your your brain is capable of juggling at least four or five leagues your your brain is capable of it um, when you start getting into 10 to 12, then you start having lineup problems and, and, and you can't, you know, make all the right decisions. And I, I think it's probably smart to keep it between, I would say four and six, but best ball is the answer. If you get on over, uh, to the fantasy and you click on the underdog banner that I have at the very top and use and, or use promo code Smitty. And play in these best ball drafts. So go to smitty1.com or go to thefantasyfootballshow.com and click on the underdog banner. Play in these these best ball drafts where you don't have to worry about setting a lineup or picking up a player or anything like that. And then you can play in as many as you want. You know what I mean? That's the solution if you have the itch to play again. Do a best ball draft. And what's more important than stealing away DK in the fourth and fifth round? Herbert in the fourth round. Burrow in the fifth round. Kenneth Walker in the 7th, 8th round. Brees Hall now in 4, maybe even 5. What's better than that in best ball than taking advantage of other people in your best ball draft that don't know what they're doing and you can draft guys like that and put them on your roster and build amazing teams in best ball right now before the ADPs change. So go over to thefantasyfootballshow.com and click on that underdog fantasy banner and play. 
in best ball, bro. It's a solution. It's a solution. Ryan, again. Another quick question for you, Smitty. Uh, so when I'm looking to grab like certain QB wide receiver stacks, there are certain stacks that like I just won't touch just because of the their ADP. You know, like quarterbacks like Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Although I'm a huge Bills fan and I love the both of them, giving up, you know, my my first pick and then my second pick in a row is a little bit too much. What are some of your like best budget wide receiver quarterback stacks? Thanks. Um, okay, so here's what I'm going to tell you. Uh, first of all, Michael Watley wants to know: Does Best Ball automatically set your lineup? Yes, your optimal lineup. So you could draft like Mahomes and Burrow in a one QB Best Ball draft in the in the Best Ball Mania threes. Michael, do the Best Ball Mania three league. It's it, again, if you if you just go to thefantasyfootballshow.com, click on the underdog banner, and or use promo code Smitty, then and then play the and then click on the Best Ball Mania three. It's twenty five dollars an entry. So you can play as many times as you want if you just want to do one or two. It, play two leagues, it's 50 bucks. $25 an entry in the Best Ball Mania 3. That's where, Michael, you can play against me. You can play against everybody in here. Uh, you'll you'll start out in your own like league of 12. You'll draft with these people. You can do an 8-hour timer or a 30-second per pick draft. Either, either one. People are jumping in them constantly all day long. We'll probably do one tonight. Um, so get ready for that. But when you draft in this thing, you go through week 14, and the winner of each of the leagues of 12 will all meet in week 15 in, a, in, a, you know, in the first round of the playoffs, total point race. And then the next round is the, quarter, the semifinal, and then everybody meets there. And then the next round is the finals. And then based on total points, I assume, first place gets $2 million, second place gets $1 million, and you get up to like a grand, you get all, you get way more than a grand at like you know twentieth place, fiftieth place, all the way down to four hundred and something place. You get a thousand dollars. If you, I think if you finish four hundred seventieth place, you get a grand. Like it's ten million dollars in prizes. So it's it's all set for you. You don't make ad drops. You just draft the best team. There's strategy involved. You got to make sure you got backups for bye weeks or injuries. You don't want to draft just two quarterbacks and they both have the same bye week. You're going to get screwed during that week. It's awesome. It's a fun strategy. It's amazing. Um, this question right here that was just left was about QB wide receiver stacks, and I I think what my answer will be. I don't want to I don't want to send anybody down the wrong way. Hold on, we got a we got Michael KCPA became an exclusive uh, or a, a YouTube member. Yeah. Michael KCPA. Appreciate you, good buddy. He joined. He joined. Michael K in the house. Rock out dropping a super chat. Upgrade YouTube plan later from the 199 to the nine the 999. Yeah, you can. You can upgrade it later. Just try the 199 now. Get the emojis. Get in the door. Whatever you want to do. Silver Rapture in the house. Uh who else is in here? We got Fantasy Dog Hoovy, Macho Taco, Michael K C P A joined. Add a boy broski. What is the payouts in underdog? Uh, as I just mentioned in the Best Ball Mania 3, the payouts are unreal. Let me see if I could find the graphic for it. And I could drop it up on the screen here. The payouts are unbelievable. $10 million in payouts in the Best Ball Mania 3. Again, promo code SMITTY at underdog. Go to thefantasyfootballshow.com and click on it. Uh, I don't know if I have it 
handy, but the, the payouts are crazy. It's like 470 place gets like a grand. I'll try I'll try and locate it later. But as for the QB wide receiver stacks, um, here's my here's my answer to that. I think you're running down you're running into a problem if you're trying to target something like that. I think if it happens, it happens. And when I say that, I mean, like, let's say you draft Joe Burrow, you know, and then you're probably drafting Higgins ahead of him. But, like, if you draft Higgins and Joe Burrow sitting there and the stack makes sense, like, do it. You know, especially if, like, somehow, some way Higgins fell to, like, four point something and you grabbed him. And then somehow Burrow's there at the top of five and you had that pick or whatever. Whether you traded into those picks, whether you didn't, like, that's a cheap stack, bro. That doesn't cost you a first, second, a third. Where it gets complicated when you when you have a stack where it can hurt you is like last year, um, Tyreek Hill first rounder, Mahomes and Kelsey were both second and third rounders. There, there, if even if you stacked all three, you are Kansas City Chief dependent, and you have no big guns to help you should the Kansas City Chiefs have a bad game, which can happen not as often as other teams. That's why it's kind of safer, but. It's a, it's a, even if you just did Hill and Mahomes, that's your first and third rounder from last year. And if the Chiefs have a bad game, you only have your second rounder, your fourth and fifth. So the more you can go like A Rod and Watson, the stack doesn't even threaten you at all to have like, okay, if Green Bay does bat, like who cares? You got your first, second, third, fourth, like you have a ton of talent to, to carry you. Um, Herbert in round four, if he falls. Uh, sometimes you got to take them in three, but if Herbert round four, Mike Williams in six, I love that stack. You could go Keenan Allen and Herbert. Yeah, fantasy dogs onto that too. Um, you could go with, uh, you know, the D- Jamar Chase Burroughs, kind of reasonable because Jamar Chase goes in round one. Burrow could go around four, sometimes around five, and then you've got your second, third, fourth rounder as support in case the Bengals have a bad game or you have a bye week. So all I can tell you is I wouldn't chase it, man. If it happens, it happens. But going and trying to target it, you're going to pass on talent. You're going to make a mistake. You're going to pass on talent because you're so worried about trying to force a stack. My advice is don't ever force a stack. If a stack happens, it happens. Um, and it's all about value, essentially. So don't, don't, uh, don't, don't do anything that's crazy like that and force it. We got Rock Out joining the YouTube exclusive membership. Let's give him an attaboy, shall we? Attaboy, rock out, join in the group. Appreciate you, rock out. Good buddy. Anybody else that joins is going to not only give shout-outs throughout the whole show when I see you and your green little, uh, new little color that you got, which is fantastic with the headphone next to you and all. Appreciate you. 72 in here, only 27 likes, says Blackbeard. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. 72 in here. We have seven, yeah, se- between 68 and 75 in here constantly. And we have 27 likes. Hit that like button. Absolutely, Dalvin Cook it. All right, where were we? We had, uh, we have Silver. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We need this cup more now, fellas. Come on now, let's get it. Let's get these new emojis tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Silver wants the new emojis now. Yesterday. Uh, Andy. What's up, Smitty? Elijah Mitchell came to the league last year and sent Trey Sermon packing to the practice squad. And almost.
almost got a thousand yards in 11 games rushing. If Trey Lance is the next second coming, is Elijah Mitchell possibly on the verge of going parabolic or another one and done San Francisco running back? Unfortunately for Elijah Mitchell, Ty Davis Price is a big threat. And I think the the feeling is, and I'm you know how dialed in I am to Niner stuff because I'm on a Niner show on Instagram. I'm pretty confident, bro, that they want him, Ty Davis Price, to get potentially the bulk of the work at some point, which is a shame for Eli Mitchell owners. But but here's the thing: I still like Eli Mitchell and I still like Ty Davis Price. I like cuffing them together in very deep bench leagues, like where you have a ton of bench players, not not like seven or six. You can't do it, but you can, you can consume all three of the running backs in a deep, deep league. And then you're you're protected. I mean, you have literally... Because Shanahan does rotate, right? But when he rotates onto a player, he then feeds that player. And only that... Well, he feel, feeds everybody, but he runs that player a lot. You get 15 to 20 touches, right? Because they, they could run the ball 35, 40 times a game with Trey Lance now. Um, Mitchell with Ty Davis Price is safe. Mitchell alone is a risk, and you're going to p- potentially be left with a grip of starts that are going to be Ty Davis prices and not Mitchell's. But Mitchell will probably be really good when he's leaned upon, but I just don't know how long he's going to be leaned upon, bro. It's really, really tough. Um, it looks like we got some more uh, YouTube-exclusive members joining in. With the Emoji Fest, we got, uh, we got Ryan. Ryan Kilpatrick jumping in. Sounds like a newscaster. Ryan Kilpatrick. And now, for the news, with Ryan Kilpatrick. I think that is a newscaster name. But, Mashed Potato, baby. Mashed Potatoes! Appreciate you, Ryan, becoming a YouTube-exclusive member, you bad boy, you. Uh, Rock out. Fantasy dog, overcome. That's what I'm talking about. Appreciate you guys. I don't know if this is old. Victor. Victor here, my man. I know Victor? you like a lot of the running backs after the first round. You like Javante the second. You like Brice Hall third. Travis Etienne third and fourth round. Kenneth Walker, Maximin the sixth. Tony Pollard. But which one, which of them actually are you taking every draft? Because this guy's, I know it depends on your position. This, this, guy's, this guy's paying attention. He's listing off everybody I love. Of the players available, but if you have like... Travis Etienne and Brees Hall and the board and you're like in the third round. Which one of them are you taking? Oh, God, such a tough one. Here's the answer, Victor. You got to diversify your portfolio, my man. So if you've got two, two, two identical leagues and Brees Hall and Etienne are both on the clock, they're both at, let's say, 3.12. So like almost, it's like the turn. I'm taking Brees Hall in one and ETN maybe in the other or if I had to lean one way I'd go Hall and Hall I love ETN but Brees Hall to the moon I'm I'm baffled by the Brees Hall doubt baffled just completely baffled like it this is the way I explain it to people and it, it was it was the Dalvin Cook situation all over again this is the Dalvin Cook situation from his breakout year and I know a lot of people don't want to understand this and they don't get it and Cameron dropping the super just just right in the middle of the marker board session. Atta boy, Cameron, I'm a little stuck on a few players, and I want to know your opinion on them. How do you feel about Cooks, 
Jacobs, McLaurin, and the KC wide receivers. I assume that's Brandon Cooks and not Dalvin, plural, Cooks, Cooks that you're adding the S there too. So uh, Brandon Cooks, I'm, I'm a little bit gun shy about. I know he always delivers, but, you know, I just, I don't know. just feel like feel like he's on borrowed time for some weird reason. Jacobs, I'm not a big fan of because of, of Zamir White and Jacobs' past. Um, but he could be okay value at times. I, I truly love McLaurin in the fifth round, and he sometimes falls. I think that's very baked in value. KC wide receivers, I'm staying clear from, unless it's like a dynasty league, and I'll, I'll grab Justin Ross and just hope. Maybe Sky Moore a little bit in dynasty, I guess. But I'm not a big fan of the wide receiver room right now from a redraft perspective. So McLaurin's my guy on this list. Fifth round home run, bro. That's baked in value. So here's where I would say... This is what doesn't make sense to me. We're going to talk Brees Hall. Okay. Just like Dalvin Cook, if you remember a few years back, Dalvin Cook was a top five overall player. He tore his ACL. He came back. He had a really bad first year back. Struggle with the hamstring injury, I believe. That usually happens. A hamstring injury. Don't be surprised if, if, uh, if I'm sorry, uh, J.K. Dobbins coming back from the ACL ends up coming back slowly like he is right now, as predicted by your boy Smitty, and also is injured a lot because he's compensating. When you come back and you're trying to force yourself back, you compensate, you you create hamstring injuries and things like that. So ACL injuries often result in a, another lower leg injury. No problem, Cameron. Appreciate you. Um, Cameron's also a YouTube exclusive member. So thank you, Cameron. Hall is similar to Cook. Cook was top five, okay, tore his ACL, came back and had a horrible, you know, first year back. So now two years removed from an ACL injury, and that's why a lot of people like Barkley this year because they say, hey, just like Cook, two years, is, you know, he can come back. But that's if you believe Barkley is a made of glass, and I do believe Barkley is. If you go one to, if you go Cook here, Smitty, that's really risky. So his ADP kept falling, fell to about here. And then Cook Cook here is really risky. Smitty, he's kind of risky to draft a top five running back here. Then Cook kept falling. And eventually he fell all the way to this turn pick. So Dalvin Cook was now a borderline third rounder, 20 to 25 overall pick. And people still said, he's risky, Smitty. As if they don't understand that this value now accounts for that risk. So you can't use this phrase anymore. You're not allowed to use this phrase anymore because he literally dropped to almost third drafted player value. So in the case of Brees Hall, what I don't understand is Najee Harris belonged here. We drafted Najee Harris at the at the 10 to 14 overall range in 2021. And people ripped us apart for it. They said we were crazy. They couldn't believe we were doing it. He's going to make a mistake. By doing this, Smitty's stupid. Why is he drafted? Look at Clyde Edwards. Alaire didn't work out. So therefore, Najee can't work out. Najee can't work out because Clyde didn't work out. Let's use last year in 2020 to paint a picture about Najee. Najee balled out. Brees Hall is Najee Harris 2021 version. Now in 2022. Hall is Najee. Najee is Hall. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. And the crazy part about this is where are you drafting Najee Harris? And I'm talking about Hall is Najee as a rookie. 
This is Hall is Najee as a rookie. Okay, I'm not talking about right now. Where did Najee Harris go? Well, Najee Harris went right here in this range right here. That means Hall, in my opinion, has this kind of upside. Do we take Hall there? Absolutely not. Hall has dropped not only to round three. This is where Hall kind of belongs for people that are very, very optimistic about him. He's now falling now into round four. And you still have people saying what everybody said earlier about Cook. Hall is risky, Smitty. He's just risky. You've got Michael Carter there, Smitty. This is Bob. Bob saying this. This is Fantasy Karen. Hall is risky. Hall's not risky in fourth round territory, people. He's not even risky in this area. And I'll go as far as to say I'll take Hall at the 3.1 and not bat an eye. I'm not worried about it. I'll reach a little if I have to. Now, will I try and get away with more if I can? 100%. If you can get Hall at 4.2, why on earth would you take him at 3.1? But my point is that Brees Hall is an absolute monster. Brees Hall is an absolute crazy top 5 to 10 running back rookie that people keep devaluing and act like 4th and 3rd round values ridiculous. It has all the all the risk completely baked in. Let's roll. Now, my your question was what rookie or what player do I love? What player do I love? Walker, Hall, Hall, Walker. Love both of them. I'm scooping these guys up and you could afford to grab both of them. So, Victor, you can grab both of them. You don't have to choose because they're both in different ADP ranges. Hey, Smitty. Long time listener, first time uh, with a voicemail here. So where do you have Jerry Judy this year? I'm just curious on your take about him. I've got him in my dynasty league down in Alabama. I think everybody but one is an Alabama fan, so he probably has a little more value than maybe he should. See a hold, a trade, a buy. Just curious what you got. Um, I've gone back and forth on Jerry Judy, and rightly so. Like, do you want an analyst that, that doesn't waver based on the mood or the feel or, you know, like, you know, news is going to evolve us on, on certain players. And I, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I'm excited about Judy, but for some reason I was a lot more. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. You like that one? Silver says stop. Silver says stop. Wait on Breeze Hall. Why would I do that, Bob? Why would I do that? <laughs> uh, Camara news time. Camara news time. Let's see. I'm going to the news wires. Hold on. Oh God, this is bad on Tyree Kill. I mean, it's not injury or anything, but just. <laughs> Oh, people are people are so dumb. Man, I just did a video on this. Hope hopefully I'm not making people feel like like Tyree. <laughs> uh, 
Tyreek Hill said on the newest episode of his podcast that he received death threats on social media after he said he thought Tua Tagovailoa, uh, <laughs> I keep fumbling his name, was a more accurate passer than Patrick Mahomes. Um, Tua's, Tua's, yeah, this is, I mean, it was a dumb thing to say. Tua's not a better passer. Silver calling me Bob and Jim the entire time. All right, so I was looking for something. I was looking for, for news on Alvin Kamara. I don't see news on Alvin Kamara yet, bro. I don't see any Alvin Kamara news yet. Okay, uh, Brad. Got one more for you, Smitty. What about uh, Nick Chubb this year? Again, I got him in the Dynasty League I'm in, my main league, and uh, I've got a real good shot to win the the whole thing this year. I know he's about, what is he, 26, and he's got about 900 or so carries on him. So not as much workload as I thought he might have when I looked at it. But I'm just curious about your thoughts. You know, I probably could flip him for something. Um, just not sure I could get another good running back back. You know, I got the the first and second overall pick. I plan to take Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker there to add them to JT, um, Etienne, and Javante. So uh, my thought is to hang on to him if I'm trying to compete, but I wanted to see your thought in a dynasty setting. Yeah, so I, I'm prepared for, for Chubb to kind of potentially have one year left and then like take it uh, year by year case you know case by case in every league and everything like Nick Chubb worries me he's had a lot a lot of of mileage um throughout the years right but but that knee injury that he suffered was brutal in college he literally your knee I don't want to put the actual graphic up because people get all upset when you do that because it grosses people out but Nick Chubb's knee, like here's your your leg, here's your kneecap, you know, here's your your leg, here's your sock, your shoe. Um, we'll give him we'll give him Nikes. Here's your leg. Put some put some pants on, Bob. Put some pants on. Here's your legs. He's wearing short shorts. <laughs> Looks like he's wearing heels. <laughs> His leg literally bent like this. This is his kneecap right here. His his knee literally bent like that. It was absolutely brutal. L-shaped. Everything torn. And you might say, well, that was in college. Smitty. He's recovered from that. True. But those are the kinds of things when you have that kind of trauma to the knee. It makes it so you have arthritis and dege- degenerative stuff you know, a lot quicker. Look at Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley... Just out of nowhere. Boom! Boom! Just fell off the face of the earth. Like, Nick Chubb is probably on course for that kind of, like, drop-off. Immediate drop-off. He, Nick Chubb probably will not be the kind of running back that stays in the league for a long time. Gets a little lesser, a little lesser, a little lesser. Never goes away. Plays five more years. Nick Chubb is the kind of guy, because of the knee injury in the past, is going to just completely fall off the face of the earth when he does. And I just don't like being being there holding the bag. 
and it's not that I don't like Chubb. Like, let's go back to the board and let's let's put a. Can we get a little focus here? There you go. Thank you. McCaffrey's there to help keep focus. It's not like we need a bobblehead for every guy, so we can be like, like this. Do we take McCaffrey here? Do we take McCaffrey here? Okay, we'll take him right at this value right here. McCaffrey, good risk. Thank you, buddy. Um, Nick Chubb, there's a line in the sand. Like, would I take Chubb here? No. Because it's not that I don't like Chubb. I don't like the risk mixed with the upside here. There are too many safer players to draft a Nick Chubb to, to about that point. So, like, 2.7. Do I like Nick Chubb at 2.7? Let me rewrite that. Sure. Like, I'll take Chubb. We might even take him. Oh, no, I think he just got taken in the Throne League. We would potentially have taken him at that turn at the 2.12 had he fallen because that bakes in more risk. But do I like Chubb at his value from, like, last year at, like, 13 overall? No, because I just feel like with the the drama going on in Cleveland, everybody thinking, oh, they're just going to run, run, run. That might be the case, but I'm worried about Chubb staying healthy long-term, and I'm also worried about he doesn't catch passes. I'm also worried about the offense not having continuity. I'm worried about the offense not living in the red zone ever. I'm worried about Kareem Hunt. What's his role really look like? So in Dynasty, I feel like Chubb's got this value, like almost like you could argue third, but into the fourth round and maybe even lesser. Like I I think Hall's above him. Uh, Put Hall in the first round, but Hall's above him. Hall's like 12, 13 overall easy in Dynasty. Um, I put Kenneth Walker above him by far. So maybe your move is to try and trade for a Kenneth Walker while people are completely down on him. I think we need a new pen. I would definitely, definitely go get Walker while people are still down on him. Go get ETN. Go get ETN. Um, go get, uh, let me prime this sucker. Go get ETN. Go get Walker. Go get Hall. Go get, um, trying to think of other names that, that fit that bill. So Walker, ETN, and Hall. It's always nice when you get a brand new marker. Look at that dark writing, man. It's all clear, crystal clear. Ink's dripping off this bad boy. Uh, that's that's my that's my thoughts on that, pal. That's that's my thinking there. Um, let's see if voicemail group. Graveyard got any questions? Graveyard, you got any questions? Graveyard group, what do you got here? Let's do the voice messages. Or let's do the phone calls. Phone call time. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Down 602 NFL. Dial in to the show. Did I ever answer this Pitts question from last year? Our last show? I don't know if I did. I like Kyle Pitts around the late third round into the fourth round. I'm sorry whoever asked that. I never got to it. I get so sidetracked. Uh, this is a, a message left by... I think I'm all caught up actually. Brad, did, Brad, did I get to yours? Got one more for you, Smitty. What about uh, Nick Chubb this year? Oh, yeah. I got I got them all taken care of. I knocked out all the voicemail questions today. Appreciate everybody. Um, let's clear this out. Dial into the show if you've got any questions. I will help you out and answer them. 
Our show's over, but it, we'll go over. It's fine. What are we? Twenty minutes over. The power outage kind of threw it off. We'll go. We'll go a little bit longer. Um, Chubb be a beast elsewhere next year. He could. It's just a matter of when. When does the drop off happen? Uh, looks like there is that that Alvin Kamara report. Almost feel like we should be doing an, uh, another live stream tonight update on the Alvin Kamara situation. So I might do an emergency live stream a little bit later on that if any more news develops from it. But it does look like Pro Football Talk that, um, is reporting on this. So let me drop this on screen right now. Uh, Alvin Kamara. I don't know if it's anything big. It's speculation potentially. Pro Football Talk. Mike Florio. He's been doing a lot of a lot of opinion-based stuff lately, which is fine. That's what he does. But um, Kamara... Uh, Florio reports the Saints running back Alvin Kamara is bracing for a suspension of at least six games. Kamara will face felony battery charges for allegedly throwing some punches at an incident in a, it was in a, like a, almost like an elevator where Kamara put his hand or a guy put his hands on Kamara. And when the guy tried to go into the elevator, Kamara knocked his, actually Kamara and those guys put the hands on him. He knocked their hands off and then they jumped him. And he kicked this guy while he's down and all that. What's up, man? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What up, man? It's Overcome. Overkill. Right, What's right. up? What's Not up? much, dude. Just thinking about, um, am I the only one who's uh, high on uh, Robert Woods? Yeah. Or uh, should I be worried, worried about that ATL? Yeah. Uh, you're not the only one, but I, I'm certainly not high on him. I mean... Look, Bobby Trees is uh, is one of the favorites in terms of names here on the channel. We love Bobby Trees, but Bobby Trees, Roberto Trees, we had all kinds of amazing names for him. He's changing teams and going through ACL recovery. Wide receivers have a little bit better time than running backs, but bro, he's not going to be near 100%. And he's, he's learning a new system and fighting for, you know, positioning and all that. And that's, why do you think Jameis Winston who is recovering from an ACL tear, why do you think he didn't entertain any other teams? Like, the Saints were in the, the Deshaun Watson race, right? And what did what did, uh, what did Winston do? He went like this. He just backed up, bro, and let them try for Watson, and he just kind of watched, and reha- he was rehabbing, do, you know, doing his thing like he does, where he goes... <laughs> and so Winston, doing all these awkward drills in the background is waiting to see what happens. And as soon as that fell through, he just stepped right up and said, okay, so Saints, what can we do? I'd I'd like to come back. And the reason is, learning a new playbook, trying to drive with a, uh, you know, and recovering from an ACL tear, it's so hard. It's so hard. Like, to to, to balance all of that while you're trying to just focus on your rehab. That's why Winston did that. Winston wasn't going to go anywhere else. He didn't want to. He wanted to stay where he knew the system. He could step in and just focus on getting healthy. Woods has got a long road ahead of him to try and even gain wide receiver three value in fantasy, in my opinion. Is it crazy to think he could? Like, could he just have the best recovery we've ever seen? Everybody's different. Every person's different. Everyone's knees are different. Saquon Barkley was the probably the most ideal candidate for a quick ACL recovery out of any player I could I could think of in the history of the NFL. There is no better candidate for a quick ACL recovery. I would say he was he should have been on par with Adrian Peterson in terms of recovery because of his quad strength and his lower leg strength. The the part of the ACL that the ACL keeps the knee tight and stable, 
when you snap the AC, it's a PCL and the ACL in the back. They they cross, and and the PCL stops your knee from going backward like that. Your ACL kind of stops it from going forward, and so, like it's stable. Like you bend over to grab a pen, you you drop on the floor. Your knee is like this. It's kept tight, so you bend like that. Nothing slides around. The ACL is in there to keep, and the PCL to keep that joint tight. When it snaps, you've got this movement like this, and it tears the meniscus up. And it, it, over time, if you don't have an ACL, these little micro movements of the the knee joints will grind down your meniscus down to nothing. You'll be bone on bone. You do not get an ACL replacement. You'll be bone on bone eventually. Guys like Barkley, his his quad strength, the the the, the muscles that wrap around his knee that are not natural for someone like you or I, it, it it it's it's insane how tight his knee was, and 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 is still, and so for him to struggle with an ACL recovery proves to to me, there's no formula, there's no way to tell what player is going to recover faster or better. And I think we just got to assume that if you're coming back from an ACL, Terry, look at J.K. Dobbins. He's already, like, there's potential he could be having some setbacks or he's not ahead of schedule by any means. Like, why mess with it? You know, if you own him already, that's one thing. But why go target Robert Woods in any kind of league? That's my take. Right on, man. Trust your gut, though. Man. Solid, solid freaking, solid point, man. What else you got? Um, what about Camara? What are you thinking know, about Camara? It's. I mean, he's. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I don't. I didn't really look too much into it. Oh, he's going to be missing six. So, what do we? Where do we uh, take a guy like that or or Hopkins? You know, Hopkins missed in uh, six games, right? So yeah, uh, Hopkins to me is a uh, seventh rounder. And I don't know that he's going to fall to the yeah. seventh round, so therefore I'm, I might be admitting that I'm not going to own Hopkins. We maybe sixth round. I, I think Hopkins could be sixth round. Depends on the flow, you know. Like we do f- five round mock drafts, and I can't draft with the last pick. If I pick the twelve pick, I got the last pick in round five, you know, like in the in the mock. And I and I see Hopkins yeah. there a lot of the time, and I'm like, ah, it kind of looks okay, but no, I can't take him as my fifth round. Maybe on the turn into the sixth round, so you get the back-to-backs. Maybe you take him in the sixth round. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I feel like Hopkins could either totally screw you out of uh, you know winning your league or having a competitive team because you took him too early, or he could hit a home run from week seven on. You know, because... It's easy to like write him off and be upset at him and kind of like forget how good he is. But Hopkins should, you know, because his injuries weren't like career ending or, or career altering. He should, in my opinion, based on him having what I would guess to be one or two more elite years left or at least one being a wide receiver at his age. It's not like he's a running back. I would think he has a potential to be a top 10 wide receiver for one more year. The question is, does the six months of no playing throw him off? Does it does it create injury for him? Because when players hold out, they get hurt more often than when they don't hold out. And suspensions are kind of like holdouts in a way because the player's not playing for a period of time and then just gets thrown right back into uh, a league where everybody's already firing on all cylinders, driving well, going full go. These players have something to prove. 
because they've been out for so long and then they get hurt because they rush back and they're not their bodies are not ready for what what they're about to endure but who knows man who knows i mean he's a good camara looks like camara guys everybody everybody's been asking about camara it's just mike florio guessing that camara's bracing for a six game suspension for the fight or the beating that he and his buddies gave a guy that was trying to get in an elevator that clearly was talking some smack to him um they put his hand they put their camara put his hand on the guy to push him out of the elevator, like take the next elevator. It wasn't like aggressive or assault or anything, but the guy smacked his arm off, which, you know, you have a right to do. If someone pushes you out of an elevator, I think you have the right to be like, get your arm off me. And as soon as he smacked down Kamara's arm, the video footage reportedly confirms all of this. Kamara and the the guys that Kamara was, was with jumped the guy immediately. They started beating him. He went to the ground. Kamara threw a couple punches, according to the video footage. And then while the guy was reportedly lifeless, unconscious, you know, he was alive, but he was sitting there unconscious without moving. They all started kicking him and Kamara reportedly did at least one kick while the guy was reportedly unconscious. So the NFL is going to crack down hardcore on that. Six games sounds about right to me. And, And people that have been drafting him ignoring that have just been doing a lot of the same things that people do with Barkley last year, just ignoring Mike Thomas, people that draft Mike Thomas early, just ignoring the obvious, ignoring the the huge red flags, drafting CMC at number two overall, just completely ignoring all the red flags that that are present there. Everyone's got a line in the sand, but you just don't want to draft players too high. Um, and that includes like Barkley. Barkley, I think, could be a great mid third to late third round pick, but he's, I think, an, a very risky like 20. 20 to 25 overall player so there's so there's no players you ever um have you, has there ever been a player that you like were afraid someone else is gonna reach for him so you went early on him or do you never reach for a guy i always reach for players bro like yeah. reaching for a player too much is the problem like i reach like some in here i'm sure silver will agree some people think I'm reaching on Brees Hall. Like, I'm I'm 100% reaching on Brees Hall. I'm not running from that. I own that. I 100% am reaching on Kenneth Walker. I 100% own that. I 100% am reaching on DK Metcalf. But but I'm reaching on these guys, in my opinion, it's ri- a ridiculous argument that my reaching is going to cause me any kind of grief or, or cause me any kind of loss of value. Like, when you, this is where I have a problem. When someone wants somebody so bad that they're going to screw their entire draft up to force it, and my advice to that person is to do more leagues so you don't have the temptation of, I only have one draft, and if I don't draft Hall right now, I'm not going to own Brees Hall in any league. The remedy for that is to do at least three or four leagues. Give yourself a chance to grab everybody you want in at least one league. Don't force it. Let players go and fall and then in another league you'll have them so you don't have to worry about the pressure of that but there's a certain like massaging of the ADP that takes place uh no pun intended as we reference Deshaun Watson stuff in a minute but there 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 needs to be a very safe amount of leeway that you have when it comes to a reach on a player and the way that you determine that is how much upside do they still have like, Brees Hall, to me, could be a top five to six running back as a rookie in 2022. He most certainly has that value in the future. 
But to me, Brees Hall has that Najee Harris from last year value that if the buzz is big, let's say Michael Carter went down tomorrow, and I'm not I'm not wishing that, I'm knocking on wood for him and everything. But let's say Michael Carter went down tomorrow. Brees Hall would climb to, to 13 or 14 or 15 overall. Immediately, bro. He would climb to 13, 14, right. 15. He would be right where not... People need to understand what I'm saying here. I'm not saying he's Najee Harris after Najee had a full year to prove himself, and now Najee goes 2, 3, 4, or 5 overall. I'm saying Brees Hall is Najee Harris from 2021 pre-draft, meaning that Najee was exciting. We worried, people worried, not me. People worried about whether the line would be sufficient enough to, to block for him. Would he get enough receptions? How would he look? And so he was risky to people at 10 to 14, but he most certainly hit a home run from 10 to 14. Like he was great from 10 to 14. Brees Hall is the same player to me. I don't, I don't care about Michael Carter. I don't want to hear about the Jets. I don't want to hear about this or that. I don't care about the little differences that that make make this you know two different situations to people that want to argue. It's not even the same situation. I'm not arguing the finer points and trying to to correlate it completely. I'm saying that Brees Hall push comes to shove is it would warrant a top 15 overall pick. Like if you drafted him at 15 overall, he would more than earn that value in my opinion or at least earn it in a worst case scenario I'm not saying draft him there I'm saying that reaching for Brees Hall at 15 overall would be stupid third drafted player is about where I draw the line and I say look at some point you have to factor in that maybe that maybe Brees Hall needs to be left in a certain bucket of players where you're protecting yourself in case you're wrong. And third drafted player value to me is where Brees Hall fits comfortably in. Now, does that mean I want to take him at 3.1? No. I want to trade down. He's going at like fourth round value right now. Not on average, but it's inching that way. It seems like his ADP is going from 3.5678 to like 4.1, 2, and 3 now, which is fantastic news for everybody. And in the case of the throne, I know Silver, I don't know why Silver's so uh, against Brees Hall. Silver, maybe you're digging your heels in a little bit on this one. Because it seems like no matter what, I feel like you're going to keep going this direction no matter what comes out. Go watch this film a little bit, Silver, and then come back. And I'm okay with different opinions. But Brees Hall, to me, if push came to shove, I'd have no qualms making him a 3.1 overall player. Absolutely zero. Absolutely zero. Are you uh, are you intrigued with uh, freaking uh, Dalvin Coach's brother, James, or are you uh, kind of just... Not looking his direction. I, I mean, I read some kind of report where, uh, or no, I was listening to the CBS guys talk about how they think uh, it's going to interfere with Josh Allen getting those rushing touchdowns. What do you think about that? Um, I you know James Cook to me is a I I think Singletary like when people talk about it's weird. It's so weird, man. It's it. Do you remember when I felt I felt like. I felt like I was in Bizarro World when Melvin Gordon re-signed with Denver, and I came on my own live stream, and I felt I felt like one of those like weird experiences where 
you know, you, you, you're like fighting with family and you're on the complete opposite side of everybody and you like can't believe it. I mean, everyone's had that fight with their family members at some point where like you're, you're like just, you're, you're, the blood's rushing to your head and you're like, I, how do you not see this? You know, and everybody's against you and you're like just baffled. You know, I'm sure you've had that moment, right? In your life at some point. Oh yeah. Where you you just your blood's rushing oh, your yeah. head. You're just, with my you're just, with my wife. <laughs> yeah, you're just, you're just like you're almost out of body, like floating above, just just irate, going. How do you not see this? When I came onto that live stream to announce that Melvin Gordon resigned with the Broncos, I was expecting some people to be upset and like all that. I did I did not expect to walk into like a whirlwind of absolute madness. Silver, just to let you know, my system's really jacked up right now from the power outage. So I don't have like any colors or any differential from from the comments in my system that I normally read. So I see I see a couple of you saying like read my message. It's not that I'm ignoring you. It's like it all looks like one message to me. So it's like really hard to find anything. Um, I can try and pull over the YouTube chat, which I usually keep an eye on anyway, um, and try and read it. So just give me a second, Silver, because on my system it's all the same. I just can't, I can barely read anybody's message right now. I should have restarted my. Uh, after the power uh, rebooted everything, I should have restarted it again. But um, what was I saying? Um, when you when you when you know you're right, and oh, people around you. Man. Yeah. So I walked into my live stream, and, and everyone's like, "Smitty, you're wrong on Javante." Like it was, I was getting piled on. It's like Javante's not even worth a second round, and I'm like, "This is good news," and everyone's like, "This isn't good news." And, and there's still a lot of people that disagree with me on that, and that's fine. Like, I, I wouldn't undo... If I could press a button right now to undo the Melvin Gordon re-signing in Denver, I would not press it. I would not press it. I promise you I would not press it. People think I'm lying. I get people that accuse me of being a liar in my comments and saying, Smitty, be honest with your followers. You would undo it if you could. I wouldn't. I wouldn't because, bro, it puts... Melvin Melvin Gordon puts Javante in second drafted player territory, something that wasn't going to happen earlier. And if I don't believe Melvin Gordon's a threat, I don't care what anybody else thinks. I really don't. People say, but Smitty, but Smitty, he had a lot of volume last. I don't care. I don't care at all. Melvin Gordon's a phantom fear, and that's the way I feel. So I love that Javante's floating in second drafted player territory now absolutely love it i don't know if i was where i was going with this was it on was it on Brees hall or what were we talking about james cook oh cook good um i'm i'm sorry who who is this again overcome over overcome (laughs) i'm sorry overcome i'm going 100 million miles an hour i never know what's going on over, I need to overcome to just sit next to me during a show and just remind me of what I was talking about. I think you'd be good at it. <laughs> Here, overcome. Yeah, what was I saying? <laughs> um, I'll be uh, Michael Carter. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, overcome. What was your name again? Overcome. He even reminds me who he is. <laughs> if I if I have Alzheimer's, I'm still doing my show. I think I'd be a phenomenal show. I may I may repeat myself no less than I normally do. I, I mean, I'm sitting on here talking about Brees Hall, four straight shows, and people probably think I already have Alzheimer's. Didn't he know he already talked about Brees Hall already today? <laughs> He's doing another yeah. video on Brees yeah, Hall. Yeah, no, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so back. A couple questions actually. Excuse me, lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just wondering about freaking uh, James Cook and like what you thought because uh, with the whole if if that's gonna because um, the CBS guys think that uh, Josh Allen's gonna 
lose some value because of him. No, and no, if, you know, no, no. So here, here's the thing I was gonna say. Um, here's the thing. Everyone's saying it's overkill. No, it's overcome. I think we have an overkill here nah. and an overcome. No, nah, he's saying he's saying overkill because I've been on the phone for too long. <laughs> no, I don't. I, maybe he is. I don't know. Okay, you're fine. You're you're keeping me on track. But here was what I was gonna say. Dalvin or James Cook is like he's he's got more of a situation to worry about than Brees Hall. You have Singletary. You have a, a running game that, yeah, did really well at the end of the year, but you still don't know if the Buffalo Bills are going to fully commit to it. And people are talking about James yeah. Cook as if he has no problems or obstacles in his way. James Cook to the moon. Like, I I don't understand why Brees Hall is getting so much pushback and, and, and people just expecting the worst out of this Michael Carter situation. Like, Michael Carter, Michael Carter is a good player. I, I agree, but if, let's say Brees Hall was never drafted, Where's Michael Carter going in a draft? Like, realistically. And you can you can be honest with me if you think it was going to be high. But where would he go? If Brees Hall never got drafted, where would people be drafting Michael Carter? Yeah. yeah no, I, yeah, no yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm asking. Do, do, what do you think? Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. I was reading Silver Raptors uh, live chat. <laughs> yeah, Silver, Silver wants me to hear his voicemail really bad. In, the, in, in a second, Silver. Hold on. If if uh, if if in answer that question, Silver, that would help out the the segment. If Brees Hall Wait, was where, never, where would Carter go? Yeah, him? if Brees Hall oh, wasn't in the picture, he'd be going high, man. But how high? He'd be going high. I think. Dude, Ra- he, I thought he did great. Last, Ty Johnson was keeping him from breaking through last season. Right? Round what, round mean, four, round five. I man, I, I we got don't know. yeah, yeah. We got man. people saying four, yeah, five in the chat. Good. Like to me, to me, that doesn't feel like a player though that that is going to hold back a guy you drafted. Like you, you went after, you actually went after in the draft, and a guy that was ranked the number one overall rookie running back, a guy that people said had one of the best combines that anybody's ever seen. Like he, his combine total score ranks right with Najee Harris. His combine total score ranks right with Jonathan Taylor. Brees Hall had a magical combine, bro. Magical. His his game film and all the stats and everything that you look at is phenomenal. 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10. Everything sum total is is 9.5 or 9 out of 10, this guy. He is Najee Harris. He is Najee Harris from last year. Every single bit of upside that Najee had coming in as a rookie, I'm not talking about now, and where we're drafting Najee. Every single bit of value upside that Najee had in 2021, I would say Brees Hall has more upside and ability to deliver as a rookie than Najee did, getting, what, like four yards per carry, 3.9 yards per carry in a very inefficient setup, but doing a lot of overworking to get to those those numbers. Brees Hall is going to have more of a cakewalk the only, the only difference is Brees Hall's got a better situation. And people can say the Jets aren't a good situation. Get your popcorn ready because the Jets roster is completely different on both sides of the football. And maybe they don't win. All right. 
10 games, 11 games, 12 games. Maybe they definitely won't make the playoffs. They've got a hard enough division to, you know, they're not going to win their division. Their way into the playoffs every year will be to try and win the division, and that's not happening in 2022. But they're going to look really efficient and run the football. Brees Hall has only Michael Carter in his way, and everything I'm hearing right now is that this Brees Hall kid is their lead back. They want to keep Michael Carter involved. I want them to keep Michael Carter involved overcome I don't want them to to put Michael to put Brees Hall in a situation where he hits a rookie wall like I don't want him to get 25 carries a game I want Michael Carter to spell him I want Michael Carter to be involved but Brees Hall is going to get like 70% of the work at some point really early on maybe in week 1 it's a 50-50 split it's not going to scare me off I'm not going to I'm not going to admit defeat or act like this is a bad situation I'm fine with that you want your rookie getting unleashed fully like after week four. You want him to be really good, efficient, have a touchdown or two every third game or every every other game, at least get like two, three scores and start getting into their own. And then week four or five, you can unleash them because then they may not hit that rookie wall. So to answer your question, I'm dancing around the Dalvin Cook or the James Cook situation. I don't I don't like it. I, I think he's got upside, but I'm staying away from James Cook unless it's like really late value. But I think people are going to reach on him. If we uh, if we're taking Brees high, are we uh, going to are we stashing Carter away and reaching for him in late rounds? Yeah, yeah. You want to you Carter is uh, one of the most important handcuffs in fantasy football 2022, and and that's me being honest. It's not me okay. being like, oh, he's not. Don't even worry about. It. Like I'm acknowledging. That if Hall went down, Michael Carter would be very efficient. So I love both of them. Yeah. All right, you know. man. All right, pal. Cool, appreciate, man. All appreciate. right, man. We'll uh, thanks to get the rapture. All right, man. Later. Overcome, keeping me, keeping me in line, remembering what I need to say. Because man, I, I I go on tangents after I go off on tons of tangents. Um, anybody want to call in one more time? One last call. If you do, here's the number. Call into the show. Dial 602 in. Looks like the fantasy football um, throne is underway again. It looks like we had a, a couple picks. Let me let me pull up the, the draft and uh, tell you guys where we're at. I believe Nick Chubb was, was selected. Um, I'll enter the draft room real quick. Oh, CD Lamb was taken. Looks like uh, number one point or two point six is on the clock. Um, so let's discuss who we might want to go with here. Let's not give away too much. Like maybe like we discuss a, a bunch of different names. Maybe we don't get too detailed uh, in, in in player handout in public here. But here's how it went. We took JT, went McCaffrey, Eckler, Najee. JJ, Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Jamar Chase, Mixon, Swift, Adams, Kelsey, Kamara. <laughs> Oops. Kamara, Diggs, Nick Chubb. So we don't have to worry about Nick Chubb. CD Lamb. Um, Blake with the super. Overcome. Appreciate you being a YouTube exclusive member, by the way. I'm sorry I didn't tell you that. We have Silver Rapture. I'm going to go to your message here. One second, Silver. I, a lot going on. I apologize. Let me read your message right after we do this throne thing, okay? Silver, remind me if I don't go over to that, okay? And it, call in if you want, Silver. 
This is a two-part question. One, why do you hate Nick Chubb? I don't hate Nick Chubb. I just explained it. Blake, I just don't like him at certain value. But, like, you you drop him to, like, 2.7, 2.8, then he's the risk is totally baked in. I just feel like his situation's garbage. Um, what do we do with CeeDee Lamb? We draft CeeDee Lamb, and we own CeeDee Lamb. I mean, CeeDee Lamb at 2.5 is a steal. Dalvin Cook, uh, we'll snipe Madison from him later. <laughs> but that's, you know, a good duo, but I do worry about Cook getting hurt. I love CeeDee Lamb at 2.5. Nick Chubb is just, a, you know, horrible situation to be in where your quarterback potentially is going to be raptured from the team for who knows how long. Um, what's this photo here? We are on the clock in the middle of the throne league. Who should we draft? This is the current person that's on the clock. Um, looks like let, they're leaning Leonard Fournette. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. If they take Fournette, that leaves us with this. these players. Um, Javante. So let's say Fournette goes. Javante, Debo, Tyreek Hill. Aaron Jones. Yeah, I mean, see, it's still gonna it's gonna be really tough for us to get one of those guys. That's almost why I wanted to in a way trade down. Like I'd love to be in the two the one point four in a way I said. I don't don't necessarily in the end I wouldn't necessarily do it, but I'm just saying if we had traded for the one point four as an example, you know, which we we still could probably pull off that trade. If we wanted to trade draft slots and swap JT and Harris, we technically could. But I, I just feel like this draft slot right here, you have a chance of getting either Javante, um, Debo, Aaron Jones is still there. I don't know. It's just, it's tempting. It's tempting. But hopefully we get one of our guys. Like if Aaron Jones were to fall, you know, even Tyreek Hill could fall, who I'm worried about, but it's, it's, it's probably going to go Tyreek Hill or Javante. We'll put those two guys there. Uh, maybe Andrews goes. Fournette, Tyreek Hill, Javante. Hopefully Barkley goes. Aaron Jones to the 10, let's say. Andrews to the 11. I mean, we'll have like the top guys are like Aaron or AJ, AJ Brown, Mike Evans. Uh, Josh Allen. And, and I'm telling you, I mean, you want to consider, I would want to consider, I would consider Brees Hall at the 3.1. I know it's early. I get most people don't agree with me, but we probably won't see him again. This is a very running back hungry group. He's going to get gobbled up. Travis Etienne. Would Travis Etienne be absolutely crazy at 3.1? Probably. I just love Travis Etienne. I want Travis Etienne so badly. We're going to make you draft Barkley, says Vamp. I hope not. I hope not. I'll do whatever you guys want. It's your, it's your vote. It's your vote. I'll definitely try and influence it the best I can. But let's start Fantasy Football Expo, says Rockout. We should do a Fantasy Football Meetup. Create like a, a, a gorilla. Like we need to all meet up in Vegas anyway and do like a gorilla marketing effort oh okay silver silver wants to leave me a message so badly i don't know what this is about 
Oh, okay, Silver. Oh. <laughs> I stopped it just in time. Silver, I never know. Warn me with a text on that one. Okay, this is another group message. Hey, Smitty Silver. This is what I just said, bro. I just said we're taking Breeze Hall with our next pick in the throne league for you. Hold on one second, Silver. Um, Anthony says, like your show, but I paid you twice and never had my question answered. Not cool. Um, bro, I'm, I'm doing my best. Let me go and find your question. Sometimes, uh, and I, I had a power outage, so, so my system's all jacked up from that. Um, I don't see the question. Uh, hold on. Adam, Adam, are you still here? I see Adam's question. Navage, I see Navage's question. Can you post your question again, bro? Because it's not it's not me doing it on purpose. I I uh, a sometimes like ten chats coming at once, and then a super chats with it. So you just got to remind me. Say Smitty, my super chat up above. Just let me know, and I'll and, and everybody else will let me know too. If you say hey, you haven't answered my super chat, everybody else will chime in and let me know too. So Anthony, I didn't mean to not answer it. I'm, I apologize. Please ask it again. All right, Silver, go ahead. For you, I just said we're taking Breeze Hall. With our next pick in the throne league for you, dog. We're gonna win it or lose with Breeze. Your heart is with Breeze Hall. That's where we're going with, baby. We're doing it for you. I you I, better be right. I don't want I don't want you to force Breeze Hall. I'm just saying he, he's he's arguable here. He is arguable here. It is early. We would probably hear it from the league. We would probably hear it from everybody watching. We probably like you gotta be prepared for that too. Like I want you guys to pick who you want. If you want a Barkley, I'm fine with it. I don't wanna manipulate anything. I just wanna argue my points, make you know, make my peace with it. And if it's Barkley, it's Barkley. Like, you know, whatever. I'll be fine with it. You could go Brees Hall and Barkley. I'd be fine with it. Kyle. MT and other assets for Ridley and Dynasty. I'd rather have I'd rather have MT because you're talking about a whole nother season, bro. Barkley, Breeze, JT. I mean, guys, that would be phenomenal. That would be phenomenal to have three running backs. But then, what would we do at wide receiver? Would we get lucky and get a Waddle or DK? If we did, we would be in the money. Like that'd be good. I'd be okay with Breeze. We, maybe we compromise. We go Barkley and Brees. Maybe we compromise. I mean, Silver might be onto something. <laughs> Silver might be onto something. We take Brees, we'll take Barkley. Do it. Sign it up. Uh, I just, I don't know. I feel like Barkley has, hasn't proven it yet. Like, I'm so I'm so worried about Barkley. Anthony, where's your question, buddy boy? I'm looking for you. I would never do it on purpose. Deck the Christmas colored... Jets Hall says overcome. All right, Anthony, I'm going to keep looking. Uh, Adam, are you still here? I apologize, Adam. Um, would you target Herbert or Burrow and Dynasty? Where would you target Herbert, Herbert and Bur- Burrow and Dynasty? Absolutely, bro. Where I don't know. Where I don't know, Adam. Uh, uh, in Dynasty, I'd probably say, God, I'd reach, I'd reach for Herbert and three easy anywhere in three not in two though josh allen anywhere in three burrow anywhere in four would just be a lock and i'd probably take burrow at the bottom of three love him in dynasty bro 
Drop a like for the stream, people, says Ryan. Ryan, thank you for the super chat. Still looking out for Anthony. Where's Anthony at? Yeah, Anthony, call in if you want. But I apologize. Bro, I saw a video on Barkley power cleaning 405 pounds for reps with ease. And I'm thinking he's uh, a magician, though. Says Overcome. No way I put any trust in Barkley, says Hoovy. That's the way I feel. He's made of glass, man. And another thing, too, is remember ETN. I'm not ETN. Remember that Saquon. Not Saquon. Derrick Henry was doing push-ups with those chains and doing the amazing workouts last year, and he broke. Like, that doesn't mean you're not going to break. You know, there's Vamp, Phillip, Hoovy, Overcome. Appreciate all my my uh, exclusive members. If we get three running backs, we should call us the running back you. Running back you? That might be good. Hey, Smitty, would you trade MT and some other assets? Okay. Yeah, I got that question already. Um... Can you imagine if Javante fell? Can you imagine if Javante fell? Anthony trolling. I didn't see any messages. I didn't see a super chat either, but he might be talking about like another day he dropped it and I didn't get to him. There are a couple people that I that I saw a super chat and I answered and they didn't they weren't here still. And I'm like, guys, I got your super chat. And remember that guy after the show? I put it up on the screen. I'm like, hey, where are you? Hurts targeting round six seven, sure. We could do that in the throne league. Finally, the rock has come back to Phoenix. The rock? Are you taking Cook over CMC? They're about the same to me. I, I probably would draft CMC overcook I think but both of them so late that there's a line in the sand and most people would already take most people would already take um, cook and CMC by the time I want to take either uh, Jeb says he's first in the building <laughs> Jeb just got here first <laughs> he says I'm first Barkley broke says cable jack yeah he did he did break Cook is made of silly string, says Silver. He does. He gets carried off the field. He's out for the year, you think. And then all of a sudden he runs back on the field and it's like, bro. But that shoulder worries me. It worries me like crazy. Who's your sleeper tight end this year? Uh, Dalton Schultz could finish as the number two tight end in fantasy football 2022. Uh, Friar Muth is a fan- fantastic double-digit round quarterback. Knox is almost double-digit round and I absolutely love him. You didn't answer my super chat. Come on, Smitty, says Vamp. I, I think Vamp's trolling me now. Uh, Kill Patrick, thank you again for that super chat. Let me go through all the super chats just to make sure. Oh, Vamp is true. I'm sorry, Vamp. My system's jacked up, so like right now I, I don't I can't see anything. For Cup, I have JJ Swift for the Cooper Cup League. JJ Swift, ETN, and Waddle and DK, whoever falls to the next pick, bro. You're doing great. JJ Swift, ETN, and let's say DK. Absolutely love it, bro. 
you're killing the Cooper Cup League. That's really good. Nice work, Vamp, Schultz, Goddard, Hawkinson, all great values. Goddard's good. Hawkinson's, oh, yeah, he's okay right now. I like Fryermuth. I like Dalton Schultz, obviously. I like Waller in round 5-6. I wouldn't take Cook or CMC. I don't like the headache. That's what I kind of am implying is that by the time there's a chance to even draft them, they're gone already. They're gone, bro. I don't ever see them. Uh, let me see if there's any news. <sighs> Are you running a mock draft? Mike wants to know. Not yet, but tonight we probably will. Want to talk sleepers? It's Hooper, Albert O, and Hayden Hurst. Those are those are those are decent ones. Um, I kind of feel like I'm never gonna worry about guys even that late though, because I feel like Fryermuth and Goddard and uh, Knox and then Schultz. Well, I'm getting one of those guys. You paying attention to the NBA draft? No, I haven't today. I've just been doing doing football, football, football all day long, bro. Cooper Cup League. I have CMC, Mixon, Allen, and P. Who? I can't even read anything. My screen's locking up. I can't read the message anymore. Who was it? Someone tell me in the YouTube chat what he said. It's on my screen. Hold on. I gotta look. Everything's frozen. Yeah, I think I got rid of it, but it's frozen. I gotta restart. Michael Pittman Jr. is what he said. Okay. Nice. I think I put your question on screen. Is Debo going back to a high? I, I can't necessarily read what's going on the screen, but I think I'm clicking the right messages, but I got to restart everything. Is Debo going back to high-end wide receiver two, I think, was the question that I put up. Um, yeah, he, he's a potentially low-end wide receiver one, I think, at the minimum. Michael Pittman Jr.'s MPJ. No way I'd draft Kelsey, Andrews, Waller, or Pitts, or Kittle. I wouldn't necessarily shy away from, like, Kittle in round 5 at our 512. 5.12? Why not? Kittle's fine there. Um, I don't think he'll fall, but I would take that. Or 5.1, I'm sorry. Uh, 4.12, 5.1. I would take Kittle there. I would take Andrews maybe in like the 3.5 range, but I don't know if I like him at 3.1. I know a lot of you do, but I wouldn't. Uh, Pitts, I'd take it. If Pitts fell to 4.12, I'd take Pitts at 4.12. I'd love that. I would love that. Hey, Smitty, do you think potential suspension for Camaro affects ADP of Alave? Maybe a little bit, but we'll see where Kamara falls now. Six games? Where do you draft Kamara? If you knew for a fact it was six games, would Kamara be a third rounder? Eighty of you in here. Even with the power outage and everything. Hit that subscribe button if you're new and wipe your feet at the door. 
appreciate everybody being here. All right, we are going to be wrapping it up. Let me turn the phone line off so that thing doesn't ring. There it is off. Phone lines are off. Boom. Close that sucker. Uh, Vamp says part of me wants to draft Waller in the fifth round. I'd be okay with that, but I'd rather probably... There's some other players, like if Waddle and DK are there and Kenny Walker is still there, you know, like I'd rather have that. That'd be amazing if he fell. Camara Blue... Last season, he's facing a suspension. Easy fade for me. Yeah, but where? The question is where? Where is everybody drafting Kamara? I get he's going to get suspended. It's um, what we've been talking about all offseason, and people have been ignoring it. Just completely ignoring it. I mean, the writing was on the wall. Like, we've we've talked about a lot of players where people just aren't paying attention. You know, Kamara's going to get suspended. Watson's going to be out for the year. You know, or at least 10, 12 games. And people just ignore it, you know. Mike Thomas is, hasn't proven he's back. Oh, still draft him. Go ahead. You know, Barkley, let him prove it a little bit before you start taking him in the, in the second round. That's all I'm asking. I'm not saying avoid Barkley entirely. But Barkley, you tread lightly until you really feel great about it. Uh, and I don't quite feel great about it. Uh, I rock out. I saw a message and I saw it go away. So I don't know if you're you're leaving it and then uh, taking it, taking it away. All right, guys, I'm live Monday through Friday. See you all tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, I will see you all tomorrow. I'm going to have a video dropping again tonight. I've got the Brees Hall video also up, but an ETN video dropping in just a little bit. So keep an eye out for that ETN video. Um, Also, we might do some mock drafts and a best ball draft tonight. So check back around. It might be like 1 a.m. Eastern. It might be the Graveyard Crew. Uh, Leave a comment. I respond to every comment on my channel. Go to thefantasyfootballshow.com and get your, your your lifetime membership. Get your access to my one-on-one text advice. Anthony, uh, I don't know where Anthony is. I tried to get Anthony to, to, to repost his question. Anthony, I'm here for you, pal. But I don't see your question again. Does anybody see Anthony's question? Anthony, email me. Email me. Um, play underdog fantasy. Go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Link is in the description. Play underdog. Click the link. Use promo code Smitty. Get into a best ball draft. Later. Get into a best ball draft. Play underdog fantasy. Go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Enter promo code Smitty. Get into these best ball drafts so that your team makes it out of week 14 to face my team. I've got handfuls of these best ball drafts already drafted. You should have handfuls of these best ball drafts already drafted. Get on over there. Link is in the description. TheFantasyFootballShow.com. The banner is also at the top of the site. Let's get into it. Go get your rankings, your text advice, everything at TheFantasyFootballShow.com. Peace out, everybody. Appreciate you. little trick for you guys if you type in colon use the colon uh uh key 
anything. And then type in, which is, you know, uh, I think it's uh, colon or semicolon. I think it's colon. Type in colon and type in show, and your emoji shortcuts will pop up. So type in... Type in that right there. See that? Type in this right here. I'm going to make it bigger on the screen. Colon show. And all the shortcut emojis are right there. It's a little bit quicker. Pretty nice, eh? Might even be able to use like the tab button. Type in colon show. And then down, down arrows to get through the emojis. But that's a little shortcut there. Pretty cool. Uh, Mike, you got to have a YouTube exclusive membership. Though. Good try. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. All right, guys. Appreciate you all. Later.